So we're starting with episode 14. Episode 14, correct. Can we go, please? Yes, absolutely. Technically, I'm going to cut it, and this is where we're going to start. Okay, so, so you, episode you, no, 14. you got to give me that. There's no camera. No, it's no, you got to wait world. One, two. Oh, yeah, there we go. Good morning, afternoon, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching the podcast. This is episode 14. I'm Brandon Curry. Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And Jeff Collins. Uh, so... Thanks very much for uh, listening, sharing, and caring, and all of that jazz. Uh, so, Trevor, how do they share and care and subscribe? Social media, but subscribing on iTunes. Uh, sorry, I was going to say SoundCloud. iTunes, Google Play, and uh, Anchor, anchor.fm, podcasting Ooh. app that we're hosting it on now. Okay. And, and podcasts nice. on Apple TV, too. That's where I listen to mine. Yeah, yeah, it's through iTunes. Click, click. Beautiful. Um, so, uh, Bondo, you had a couple questions come in, uh, uh, from a couple of people regarding something about land transfer tax or whatever. Yeah. Land- uh, some gobbledygook and <laughs> yeah. go right ahead. Yeah. It's obviously a little bit more of a technical, lawyer thing. technical aspect, which is a lot of times what, uh, what my topics are, but they're, uh, they're still in, fun, Josh. They're, they're still fun, fun and informative for yeah. the, uh, for the listeners and it's, uh, land transfer taxes, uh, something that is involved in most purchases. So most buyers are going to be subject to a land transfer tax that is imposed by the provincial government. Um, and they have to pay it um, when they purchase property. Uh, so right now it's only provincially run, save and except for Toronto, I believe, is the only municipality that also has a land transfer Yeah, they tax. have one for, for the municipality of Toronto. Correct. So they get double dipped in Toronto. It, it's it, essentially, you know, if your land transfer tax would otherwise be uh, $5,000 in Toronto, it would be $10,000 or roughly there and about. It's roughly double. So, you know, whether this now is going to translate into other municipalities, it's... Likely so going to happen, but it, it hasn't so far. So move to Niagara. I know other. Can. Yeah, I know other municipalities have said, "Hey, why why can't we be entitled to this too?" So yeah, I and I, I don't think happen, there's anything right? that stops them. Nope. It's just uh, you know Toronto, well, large municipality. Well, and it's supply and demand, right? Yeah. Like, let's be honest, and yeah. like, you know, a little shout out well, to Niagara. Let's just say that we don't have. Uh, well, well, there's been a rise up lately, actually, about the affordability of, of home buying, and they're starting to, to to show the fact that it makes it less affordable is because of the taxes are are put on building and, yep. and home buying and land transfer and all that stuff. So, yep. if they want the government wants to make it more affordable, let's yeah. deal know, with so reduce that a little bit rather than just keep adding them on and cash grabbing. So, so Bondo, I, I guess, uh, like, where does the, first of all, where does the money go? Like, what what does the city of Toronto use that for? It is goes, that like is that equivalent to like a property tax? Is that where is that yeah, where it goes? Well, I mean, it's a tax, right? So, I mean, it's it's at their discretion, and I'm right. not sure exactly what they allocate uh-huh. the revenue to, but I mean, it forms part of their tax base, and you yeah. know, presumably can go into roads or this, that, or the other. And yeah, I mean, it, sure. it, it's charged on it. Not every transaction. I'll get into a, uh, some of the exceptions that apply, but on most transaction, there's this tax. So, if I buy the, a property this year. For and it's based on your purchase price, and uh, or or what would otherwise be deemed to be the fair market value of the property. If I buy it this year and I pay the land transfer tax and I sell it next year, well then the purchaser buy, pays the land transfer tax again next year. Yeah. So I mean it's it's not a one shot deal. It's the government collects it on every time the property is sold. So to give you an idea, 
um, the amount of the land transfer tax on amounts up to and including 55,000, it's 0.5%. Uh, uh, for amounts exceeding uh, 55,000 up to and including 250,000, it's 1%. And for amounts exceeding 250,000 up to 400,000, 1.5%. Amounts exceeding 400,000, 2%. And amounts exceeding 2 million, where the land contains one or two single family residents, 2.5%. Now, so now is that just to reiterate, that's not tiered? It's not like our income tax. No, right? but so as yeah, in, in a way it is. But so if you're buying a, a fifty-five thousand dollar property, you pay 05 percent. But no, my question is, if I'm buying a four hundred thousand dollar property, do Correct. I pay 05 percent on the first fifty-five? Yes. And so it's tiered. Yes. So yep. that's just to clarify yep. for our listeners, it's a tiered. And to, to clarify too, if it's a new build, you pay it on pre-HST price, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. So. Those are essentially the amounts of land transfer tax that you would be subject to. And just for our listeners, the rule of thumb is every property is subject to land transfer tax unless you can identify one of the uh, exemptions. Um, and one of the exemptions, which a lot of people are familiar with, is the first-time buyer. So for a first-time buyer, if you've never owned property anywhere in the world and you've never lived in a property with a spouse, you would be entitled to up to a maximum of uh, $4,000 uh, rebate on your land transfer tax. Here, quick question while you have this. Sure. Say um, Jane and, and John buy a house together. John's owned a house before Jane hasn't. They buy the second house together. Correct. Do they pay half the land transfer tax? How does that work? Did Jane live in the house no. with Jeff? No. Then they would pay... Let's not get Jeff involved here. It's a different I was going to say, yeah. I'll get in trouble if we say Jeff. So John. Oh, sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> so John, John didn't. They met each other and all that. He sold his house. They bought a new house together. Yes. So is it half taken off because Jane's never owned a house before? We shouldn't look at it as half mm -hmm. because it's it, it it's half up to a maximum of $4,000. Okay. So if the land transfer tax on the property was $8,000, mm -hmm. then they would get the maximum of $4,000. So if it's $5,000? If it's $5,000, then they would get $2,500. Okay. So you only ever get <clears throat> half. Okay. If you've got two people in the transaction. Up one, to $4,000. Up to $4,000. Okay, but they're still eligible to get some kind of a rebate. Correct. Okay. Unless she owned property mm -hmm. anywhere in the yeah. world, yeah. or she lived in the property um, that wasn't owned by her, but by her spouse as their matrimony. Now, here's another question I think has come up before for me. Someone was a first-time home buyer. They sold the house. They rented for 10 years, and then they go to buy a home again. Do they get that back? Nope. Okay. The only part... One-shot one deal. <clears throat> the only benefit to that scenario is the home buyer plan withdrawal for your RSPs. Okay. That's the only thing that will reset itself. It's uh, the last four years prior to January of the current calendar year that somebody can do a withdrawal. So the government's saying, give me my tax? For the land transfer tax, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, what, what Trevor was referring to is something separate yeah. and apart. Home buyer plan. Yeah. But just yeah. RSP withdrawals. Your RSP. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, it's, and essentially, it's a little bit of a different, uh, there's two different definitions uh, for spouse when we're dealing with properties. Um, 
for by and large for land transfer tax purposes spouse could either mean somebody who is uh you know gone through a church ceremony or a justice of the peace ceremony and is uh, characterized as married or uh, spouses that have been cohabiting for a period of three years or longer. So common law, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, common law is sometimes within the the uh, courtroom determination could be less than three years. Yeah, like so, six months or something. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. We, we've seen some cases, I think, as early as six or eight months, but very fact-specific. But for, for uh, the purposes of land transfer tax, they have to be cohabiting for a period of uh, three years or, okay. or more. That's interesting. Or in a relationship of some kind of permanence with a with a, a little one, um, so that's one of the exceptions. And, and, and just in talking about spouses, interspousal transfers are, in the first instance, subject to land transfer tax. However, there's three situations um, where property is transferred between spouses where it wouldn't uh, land transfer tax wouldn't apply. One of them is the only consideration given is the assumption of any. Uh, mortgage or encumbrance registered on title. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's just say, uh, my wife's got the property in her name. Uh, she wants to, we, we now want to put me and her on title. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's there is, you know, a $200,000 mortgage. Yeah. So if the only thing is that, then we can transfer it uh, without the incidence of land transfer tax. The other one is that uh, a transfer in compliance with a written separation agreement. So even if you're separating and one party is getting the house, that transfer, as long as you've got a written separation agreement, wouldn't be subject to land transfer tax, nor would uh, a transfer, uh, interspousal transfer, pursuant to a court order. Here's a question for you. In my situation, I have the house in my name and my father's name, just yep. to give me a, a better mortgage rate at the time, and we just didn't bother to pay the extra money to take it off. Yes. My wife, if I wanted to add her to there. Yeah. Take my dad's name off there. Yes. Well, any cost? Be an arm's length transaction? How would you do that? Well, your situation is a little bit different, and that's something that I'll I'll get into in a later podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's a bearer trust situation. Okay. So your dad really is not the beneficial owner of the property. No. He he's not responsible for any of the costs associated with it. Yep. He's not entitled to any of the upswing mm -hmm. in the market if you go to sell it. Mm -hmm. um, so he's really a trustee. Yeah. This is the new thing you said you just did recently with Josh, right? Yeah, well, I got the advice from Josh, so hands down, amazing. Definitely have to do that as a as an independent episode of itself, a bear trust agreement. Yeah. Saved my ass, helped out a client a million times over, like it was it was a big win for everybody. Can you say ass on podcast? We just did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, would it be beneficial to just keep my wife off for now cuz I'm going to be building a house in the next year or half and then just put her on that one? She'd have matrimonial rights anyways. Yeah, so there's no difference really. You're gonna, just, yeah, it's you're a thousand dollar charge for no reason for me to do that's it. That's right. It's the same with my I would say at I this thought. point in time, it well, wouldn't be worth for a while. Yeah. 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 Same thing, right? Yeah. You advise me the exact same. Okay. Yeah. She's getting half anyways if anything happens. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and I, I'm not a family law lawyer, so but you know, if it ever it's a family law issue, right, then yep. consult with a family law lawyer. Just, so, just be happily married. Yes, <laughs> yes, true. Do. That's the easiest way. So it, just to remember, when we're dealing with land transfer tax, spouse could mean the married or justice of the peace uh, individuals continuously cohabiting for a period of a three, not less than three years, or in a relationship of some permanence if they have a natural or, or adoptive uh, uh, child. Okay. 
So that's just a couple of the exceptions. There's other uh, exemptions for certain transfers of land to family business corporations, uh, certain transfers of land between registered charities, uh, things like that. So depending, just make sure you consult with uh, um, a lawyer who's knowledgeable uh, with respect to uh, the practice of real estate. There's certain lawyers that are, are just... Uh, you know, in a stabbing old, slabbers, yeah. Yeah. we call them. You know. I've got a situation where I'm referring some clients to you upcoming, and uh, son and mother are on title right now because we had to for strictly mortgage purposes. Um, and now we will be at, we'll be removing mom and adding his wife. They have been living in the house for a long period of time. It is matrimony home, all that sort of stuff. So uh, in that type of situation, the likelihood is there shouldn't be a land transfer tax. There shouldn't be a land transfer tax between mom and the son. Yeah, mom and son already own the house, yeah. and it's just taking mom, mom off, off and adding wife on. We're just changing the yeah. mortgage, essentially, yeah. is what's happening. And, and in I'd doing have to so, we have to change to title. See if putting the wife on would trigger it. Okay. Uh, but definitely look into that for me, because yeah. like I said, they're coming to you. Yeah. And nice. If <laughs> it was just between trustee and beneficial <clears throat> owner, mom, mom and and son, yep. there wouldn't, Nothing. Be, no, there wouldn't okay. be no land transfer tax. Okay. But couldn't but, you, as a land transfer tax, just sell it from one to the other for a dollar just for purposes of that? There's no mortgage on it? But he, Absolutely. But yeah. you did make a comment previously, though, that it's also based on fair market value. and. But you can get I know consider. Okay, there you go. So, and you, right. so yeah. then you gifted it a dollar? Do you have to put that dollar yeah, on that, there? Yeah, that would be the... Con yeah. I see it all the time on purview reports. Yeah, I do too. Where it shows a buck. Consideration yeah, value. There's a regular occurrence on it when you're yep. searching land. But yeah, not, that, that's not going to get you past a capital gains. Okay. Yeah, the bear trust agreement does. Yeah, the bear trust agreement will get you past a capital okay. gain because it's really in your situation, your dad never had an, an ownership interest. There, no. Right? No. He was only ever he a trustee. at one point in his life, right? Since this is your childhood home. Yeah. Yeah. But depending on how the transaction went through, right? Mm -hmm. when, when when you came on, if you paid him off and just for yeah, qualification yeah, yeah. purposes, yeah. right? Now, that doesn't relieve the person. Anyways, we're getting into bear trust situation, which is, you know. Definitely another topic. Another topic. Yeah, for sure. for sure. But the last thing I'll say on Ontario land transfer tax, what I tell my clients, if they want to know, you just Google Ontario land transfer tax calculator. Correct. They'll tell you down to the penny for it. Absolutely. As long as you distinguish it between the GTA or. Yeah, correct. land transfer. Right? LandTransferTaxCalculator.ca is the URL, and it tells you right there you know if it's... And no HST on this tax, so no tax yeah. on the tax. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can never tax a tax. But yeah. just be mindful that there's uh, different characterizations for land transfer tax if it's a commercial property. Yeah. You know, so there's different, yeah. it's different values yeah. as well. But what, what I'm talking about in, in the percentages is, is strictly residential. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Awesome. Great topic. All right. Well, uh, that is uh, that's all for today. <laughs> Something uh, tells me that Curry wasn't paying attention. No, I was paying attention. <laughs> a little bit of a snooze there. I mean, uh, no. Uh, just give us a call if you. Yeah, uh, if you have any questions. I mean, this is fairly complicated. Some of our stuff is fairly complicated, so please reach out and let us know uh, if you have any more questions. And if, uh, and in, in particular, you can reach out directly to us. So uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, my name is Brandon Curry. Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And Jeff Collins. So uh, how do you listen, share, and care? Uh, iTunes, Trevor? Google Play, and Anchor. And please subscribe. Thank keep, you. Keep thanks, the questions guys. coming. Peace. Out.
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. 